following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are brought to you by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. At the end of the year, they'll be merging with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they'll be stronger together. They can help your business from retirement planning, payroll, audits, tax help, and more. Go to BeanGarter.com to find out about the merger and also how Bean Garter is stronger together with Dorn Mayhew. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. What's up, Michigan? It is a Bean Garter Thursday. Speaking of Bean Garter, they're soon to be Dorn Mayhew. They just put up their new sign uh, right along the S-curve in downtown Grand Rapids. Josh Garvey is a managing shareholder at the Bean Garter slash Dorn Mayhew office in Grand Rapids. And on every Bean Garter Thursday through the big game in February, former Lion Lomas Brown will join us. We'll break down the next Lions game, which will be Atlanta on Sunday. Look back at the previous one and give you our NFL picks across the board. And remember, if you can beat my NFL picks, you could win $1,500 in cash from Josh Garvey and his team play Beat Huge every week through the big game. Now, the Thursday night game is always a freebie. Get your picks in by Sunday morning. Every week at thehugeshow.net. The more times you beat me, the more chances you'll have to win $1,500 in cash. I do want to welcome in Josh Garvey. He joins us uh, in studio. New sign went up today. New sign is up. Yeah, he sent me the photo. It looks great. And, you know, when you're merging uh, with a great company like Dorn Mayhew and Bean Garter had uh, such an established name in West Michigan, uh, some mixed emotions today. There were some mixed emotions. Yeah, it was an 80-year-old firm, right? And so yeah. there was lots of mixed emotions, but some bittersweet, some uh, some maybe some tears of, of, of the Bean Garter sign coming down, but also some some joy in the new name and some excitement there. So Yeah, and what lies ahead for the future now with uh, Bean Garter becoming Doran Mayhew officially at the end of the year, sign is up. And speaking of mixed emotions, I was inside Ford Field on Sunday. And man, I went down there. I ran into you, Josh, and your wife and your friends uh, from Rockford. And, you know, we're at Tin Roof. Then I went over to Harry's and it was like a Mardi Gras football. Uh, I think everybody really was on the same page that the Lions will never lose a game again in our lives. (laughs) 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 And we're all like, yeah, Seattle, they're done. Check mark, check mark. I got, uh, I hate. Eight Super Bowls in a row, and uh, we go in, and the electricity, the buzz, the crowd noise, and Lomas, you were there on the Lions Radio Network with TJ and Dan Miller. It felt like we were walking into a playoff atmosphere last Sunday. Oh, it was awesome. It really was. I got to the stadium probably uh, fifth, uh, probably a quarter to ten. And, man, it was so many people already out tailgating. It was crowded. You could feel the electricity. The people were into it. They were into it in the game. We just we just couldn't sustain it and give them something to leave out of that game with. But I tell you what, that atmosphere, mm. I hadn't seen it like that in a long time. Yeah, Josh, I know I was in an end zone 
uh, in Section 318, uh, you were at the 50-yard line. Am I correct? I was. Yeah, so again, we, we don't want – and Lomas was pretty much midfield in the Lions – radio network booth so we're not playing rank who has more pull inside ford field (laughs) but i I like it here's why i do sit in the end zone and i've done this in my 32 years of broadcasting lomas that i'll go into press boxes once in a while but i like to get tickets and sit with the fans and listen to what they're saying i know i'll have my opinions doing a statewide show but i want to hear what the fans say and especially the blue collar fans like i always used to sit upstairs at the silver dome which by the way you know that was long before metal detectors uh, long before anything you you know i'd bring friends up there and i go uh have you been to prison? Uh, good luck. And but it was intense, and then the energy and the passion of you know the blue collar fans. And I'm not stereotyping different social classes. And gosh, it was such a great feeling. And they they start out, uh, and Seattle's going back and forth, and then they rally and they take the lead, and then they hit the wall. And you know, Lomas, one thing before we move on, and I'll get Josh's thoughts from watching the game in a moment. But they didn't seem to adjust, uh, and they had the offense to go up and down the field. No adjustments, nothing special on redesigning the pass rushing game, and going for the tie. Uh, though you know, in order, uh, those three things. Yeah, the the pick six, and uh, you know, Jameer drops that pass that could have been ninety five. But just some things on the coaching end that still stick with me today as we talk on air. Yeah, so so I'll say this real fast, huge. I love the end zone seats too because that's how I think about it. When we watch film as offensive linemen, we watch the end zone copy. We don't watch the wide copy, you know, the sideline copy. That's for the divas, the wide receivers, the quarterbacks, running back. The divas see it from the sideline. The real men. They watch it from the end zone. So, Hugh, I put you in the real man category because you're in the end zone with the real folks uh, watching the game. And I'm with you, my good man. I, You know, when, when you start off a certain way and when you build this identity, and I'm talking about Coach Campbell as a guy that goes for it, a guy that take gambles, you know, a guy, you know, like they say, no risk it, no biscuit type of guy, you know, it's it's kind of, you know, it, it throws you back when he has opportunities to be aggressive and he doesn't. And, you know, that's the thing that was, I thought for myself, I thought he was a little uncar- out of his character. Again, a couple of those things that you brought up, Huge, I expected him to be more aggressive in those situations and he wasn't. And like I say, I thought it was a little uncharacteristic of Coach Campbell uh, to be that way. And I have to think, you know, with him sitting back and thinking about that game, it's probably some things that he probably would do differently. You know what I'm saying? Not to say what he did was wrong because that's what he felt that he needed to do. But when you sit back and you're one way – and you go completely another way, I think when you get an opportunity to sit back and re-examine it, I think you really look at it and you kind of second-guess yourself with not following your 
you know, your characteristics or how you've been as a coach, as a leader. So that's something that probably he'll bring up and something that I think when he get in another opportunity like this, I think that'll really reflect and I think he'll make a better decision. And the thing that is, a, it's not an alarm right now, but it's just a little flare uh, the three slow starts, and I'll, I'll I'll put a slow start now after Kansas City in the uh, Seattle game losing at home. It's not in the slow start category. Like I said, a little flare that you know, old ten and one, one and six. Now you get a game like Seattle, which really mirrored a year ago at Ford Field. Uh, if you look at that season, you know didn't play well in the first half against Philly. They were down big, went for it. Uh, piled up, I think, the second most points, or points on Philadelphia until the Super Bowl uh, after the Cowboys and what the Chiefs did all year long. And then they looked really strong in the first half, came out on fire going after Carson Wentz. This is a year ago. And then they backed off in the second half, played that soft coverage, uh, let Washington back in, but they took care of business. And then, you know, we had the Minnesota game. And, you know, we uh, just... You know, and, and and the same thing at the end where he was conservative and not going for it to get the first down and put the game away, and uh, and now we're we're back talking about the same things, and that's the only negative I have on uh, Campbell. It really is uh, when I look at his staff, when I look at what he's done, these slow starts, and that's why Sunday, which we'll get to in a moment, Lomas and Josh. I think it's a must-win situation. But, Josh, I want to get your thoughts. You were there on the 50 uh, with family, friends uh, this past Sunday. What was your impression on what you saw start to finish? Yeah, I think uh, the environment was very electric. Crowd was into it. Like Loma said, everybody was there, 930, going crazy. But it felt like when Goff threw the pick, it felt like the environment changed a little bit. I felt the energy shift a little. And people tried to come back from that, but it really took some wind out of the team uh that pick six hurt a lot um but they got it back when they, they got, got the back. punt when they got the hold or not the hold but when they held them they got and it then, back and they got it and then that place the dbs were the highest they had been like over 120 there on the big board definitely but then they go back. and they play for the tie they played for the ties a little disappointed in that too i think the fans around me i could hear the sidelines right the sidelines seemed a little bit scrambled you could hear you the could players. hear the sidelines i you're, could you were that close yeah, okay, from, yeah. from yeah, my I, from my sidelines yeah i could hear the sidelines <laughs> of the planes landing at detroit metro yes from my uh what i heard indirectly from lomas my diva seats uh i could hear the sidelines and uh, <laughs> we um you could hear the the scrambling going on it felt like there was some disorganization some unorganized chaos on the detroit sidelines so yeah. um the offensive coordinator right was running back and forth you could see there was a little bit of scramble in there and so like what are we going to do are we going for this are we going to go to the end zone are we going to use we're not using timeouts we're letting time off the clock go right it seemed like that and people were scrambling you could hear it um and so a little disappointed there in that um i'm a little disappointed that i didn't have tickets where i could hear the sidelines <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll give you my i'll give you my diva oh, log we'll... josh <laughs> hey those aren't even no, no, that's not club seats that's not even a suite i i want to find out where you get a seat where you can hear what's going on on the sidelines <laughs> i'll give you my diva pass I, think josh, I think josh is uh, you know he's oh, a, he's God. a managing shareholder at bean garter during mayhew but i think he's got he's there, there's something there where he's the man in town. Wow. All right. So hey, I don't know if we should have got them started. Oh, I know. Yeah. That's what, trust me. I think we're creating not a monster. That that's a that's not the right word. But I think he's already a 
uh, big shooter, and now he's you know got seats where he can hear everything. Uh, Josh Garvey, by the way, uh, managing shareholder for Dorn Mayhew uh, in Grand Rapids. Uh, yeah, to, to Josh's point, yes, I also thought Josh that the fumble from David Montgomery, mm. I thought that was huge, especially coming out of halftime. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Think about it. You went in the locker room, you made all your adjustments, you come out, you ready to have a good second half, and the first play of the second half, you fumble it. And I mm. thought that was big, too. Along with that Jared Goff pick six, I agree with you, that I thought the next deflating thing was the uh, David Montgomery, mm. Montgomery uh, fumble. All right, fellas, so I'll start with you as we go through the games. Some are saying that it's hyperbole, and I'm overreacting for stating that Sunday against the 2-0 and Falcons, uh, the Lions can't afford to lose another home game. I put this in the must-win category. Lomas, where are you at on it? I'm right with you, Huge. I said it a couple of days ago, and I started hinting at it right after the game. They got to win this game on Sunday. I feel like it is. The coach is not saying that. Because um, you don't want to put that extra pressure on the guys in the locker room. But, man, you can't lose two NFC games. These are NFC games. And, you you know, and we know that the race is going to tighten up and it could come down to a tiebreaker. And we see what happened to us last year, losing, um, you know, one game for getting in. And it was the NFC game. So, you, to me, you can't lose, against another, lose another NFC game uh, this weekend. Josh, what do you feel about Falcons and the Lions on Sunday? Yeah, I think the same thing. It's an absolute must-win. Um, I think the urgency will be there. I think Atlanta's young. I, I do see Lions taking a win, but it's it is a must-win. It's a must-win game. They, they can't start after the Kansas City excitement. They can't come back and lose two in a row at home, Lomas. They just can't. I'm sorry. No, no, no. They can't do that. I mean, you would take all the momentum that you built I think even going back into the preseason, like you say the first game of the season, that'll be a long distance for a lot of long distance memory for a lot of people if we don't win Sunday. I agree. We have to win on Sunday. And if they win on Sunday, they're 2-1, which if you look at the schedule and you saw at Kansas City, Seattle, a playoff team more than likely, and Atlanta at 2-0, and you would take 2-1. and And you're right back. You know, you're still going to be a top uh, the NFC North. That's what stung about not taking care of business or going for the win that you could have had a game lead on the Packers and a two-game lead on both the Bears and the Vikings after two weeks in the season. Man. Yeah, that's huge. That's huge. And like I say, especially divisional games, especially NFC games, those are the games that really, really could come back and bite you late on in the season. So it was a lost opportunity, but the great thing is it's only that'll only be our third game into the season. You still got a lot more season left, but you can't drop opportunities when you get them. His name is Lomas Brown, former Lion. He joins us every Thursday to break down the Lions, presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. They'll officially be Dorn Mayhew at the end of the year. Their new sign just went up. You can see it on the S-curve if you're driving uh, north or south on 131 in downtown GR. Uh, We also give you our NFL picks. 
If you can beat my pro football picks, you could win $1,500 in cash from Josh and his team. Play every week for free until Sunday morning at thehugeshow.net. Thursday night game is always a freebie, so you have time to get your picks in at thehugeshow.net by Sunday morning. All right, let's go uh, to the rest of the picks. Uh, we both agree the Lions, or all of us, uh, both of us in studio and Lomas, we all agree Lions uh, win on Sunday, correct? Yes. Yes, I'm correct. They got to. Yeah. Okay, we, we, we are all there. Thank you, Josh. Uh, can you hear Superfly in the other room over there in the studio now? Because you got the best seats in the house right now in the studio. Not that I'm sounding jealous or envious. Because uh, that's the first time everyone said, yeah, I was at the game. You know, I could hear the sidelines uh, going back and forth. Okay, I'm, I've been doing this 32 years. I've never heard the sidelines in an NFL game. Okay, Josh has been on air with us for like four months. And he's hearing that. Okay, uh, Giant and Niners tonight, the Thursday night game. Man, Niners are, you know, you can just insert any quarterback you want to. They're so well coached. I I think the Niners will win this by double digits tonight. Spread is uh, Niners minus 10.5 on the DraftKings Sportsbook big board. Uh, who do you like tonight to win? Josh, I'll start with you. Niners double digits. Yeah, I'm I think, there with you. I think they blow them out like 34-10, something like Barclay's that. Barkley's hurt, so I Niners double digits. Giants and Jets, you talk about Excitement for both. They're, oh, we're going to get Giants Jets Super Bowl. <laughs> and then you got Aaron Rodgers. Like, wow, uh, it, it, it's amazing. Uh, Lomas, what do you think tonight? Niners, Giants. Yeah, I'm going 49ers. That defense is awesome, and I like Brock Purdy. So I, I like 49ers. Double figures, too. Yeah, Brock Purdy's going to get paid here sooner uh, than right. later. Yeah, that guy, you know, he's not a, you know, not a one-year wonder, a solid quarterback, great leader too. I, there's that leadership intangible, which I think Goff has really grown into a leader. The pressure he had in year one replacing Stafford, uh, the roar of the crowd when they introduced him on Sunday. I, I guess you could hear, you probably said hello to Josh from your seats. <laughs> you said, you know, I mean, to, or to Jared. <laughs> Go off, you're like, hey, 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 Josh, hey, Josh, how you doing, Josh? Yeah, thanks, thanks for the support. I'm taking a lot of heat. No, I'm, right not, I'm not, I'm, it's not bothering me. Last week it was the texting with Lomas, and this week it's your, I could hear the sidelines. I mean, I've never been able to say, you know, folks, I'm breaking down the Lions, uh, Seahawks, great game. Thanks for everybody who stopped by Tin Roof and Harry's with our friends from Fabiano. You know, on the sidelines, I heard disarray. I'm, 32 years, never happened. All right, Bill's Commanders. Uh, commanders held on after the Hail Mary in Denver going for two to tie it. I do like the Bills on the road. Uh, commanders are getting six on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Big Board. Josh, who do you like in that game? I like Buffalo. Yeah, easy, I think. I well, now, Washington, they can play some defense, but that was a high-scoring game yeah. at Mile High. Who do you like, Lomas? Uh, you know, I'm going to go against the grain. I'm going with the commanders. Like you said, wow. I like their defense. I really do. And I like some of the offensive pieces that they have over there. If you think about it and everything, they got a nice little team. So I'm going to take uh, Washington, okay, the commanders to win at home. Yeah, we all forget their name. Uh, we do. <laughs> and also, when they were just the Washington football team, Every time I looked at that initial for the team, I, I thought it was WTF. That's what I did. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I, I can't. Who's doing that on Twitter? What's going on there? All right, Broncos, Dolphins, man. I'll tell you, Tyreek Hill makes a lot of quarterbacks look good. Uh, Dolphins have that look that 
they could be a Super Bowl uh, contender, if not win it. Uh, Josh, I think this is an easy pick. Uh, but the number is only the Dolphins minus six and a half. I, I don't get that one on the DraftKings uh, big board. Who do you like in that game? Yeah, kind of a tricky line there, but Denver's horrible. I just I don't see Denver going I, to I, Miami. I see a two-touchdown victory I, minimum for the Dolphins. I do, too. They're at home. They have a lot of momentum. I like Miami. I, I'm trying to think why you know Broncos are getting any love, probably because there's a lot of Bronco fans nationally who uh, will be by their team and Stick with them all, you know, day long. Uh, Lomas, uh, Dolphins or Broncos? Yeah, I'm going Dolphins, but I do think the Broncos' defense, I think that's why they're getting the love, not because of their offense. I think it's more because of their defense, but I'm still going with the Dolphins to win that game. Uh, Texans, uh, they're horrible. Uh, Jaguars, uh, Kansas City made a statement with their defense. Uh, Jags or Texans, I'll go Jags minus the eight and a half. This is another game that I think could be like 42-10, if that. Uh, Jacksonville. Josh, your pick? I like Jacksonville big. Yeah, so do I. I That's a, there, there's a, a lot of games early in the season always seem attractive on the DraftKings Sportsbook Big Board. Lomas? You know what? I like Jacksonville, but I'm not going to look at them to cover. I, I, again, the, the, I think the coach from um, Houston, he's a defensive coordinator, defensive-minded coach. I think they play better defense. Jags win, but I don't think they cover. Colts and Ravens. Uh, Ravens will go to work. Uh, Ravens minus eight against the Colts on the DraftKings. Big board. Uh, I like what the Ravens are doing. Well-balanced, uh, better receivers and uh, Lamar Jackson has ever had. Uh, I like the Ravens. Lomas, your pick. Yeah, I like the Ravens to cover. I, I think this could be a blowout right here. So I love the Ravens in this game. Uh, Josh? I do too. I think Ravens cover. I could see double digits easy at home. Uh, Chargers uh, rolling in at 0-2. Vikings at 0-2. A surprise here uh, especially for the Chargers. I, I still think the Chargers are going to win this game on the road, and the Vikings are going to be 0-3. Joshua? I like Minnesota here. I think it's their bounce-back game at home. The line, that's a tricky uh, tricky Vegas line at a half point or a point. I I like the Vikings at home. Vikings at home. Uh-huh. Lomas? Wow. I'm a, you know, I'm going to go Chargers, Josh. Yep. I, I just can't see them fall in the – if they fall the 0-3, they're done. I, I just don't see them making any noise. And I think Staley, their coach is out. So I think they got to win this game. They got to look at it like Detroit got to win this game. I think they're going to win this game. They're going to go on the road and win it in Minnesota. Yeah, Vikings could be 0-3. You're a Lions fan. You're rooting for the Chargers to win that game. You want the Vikings and – Packers and the Bears are in disarray. Oh, my Lord. I will talk about that later. Uh, Patriots and the Jets. By the way, Lomas Brown, former Lion, joining us like he does every Thursday uh, with our friends from Dorn Mayhew. Josh Garvey is the managing shareholder for the Bean Garter slash Dorn Mayhew office in downtown Grand Rapids. will be Dorn Mayhew at the end of the year. Uh, you can... Uh, drop your comments and questions. Add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and also get your pro football picks in at thehugeshow.net. $1,500 courtesy of Josh and his team could be yours. Uh, you have until Sunday morning to play. Thursday night game is always a freebie. Patriots and the Jets. I, I'll i go Patriots. Uh, 
in a close one, maybe 3-2 on a late field goal after a jet safety. <laughs> Lomas? I'm going Patriots. Coach Belichick loves to get young quarterbacks, rookie quarterbacks. I think he's almost undefeated against these guys, and I'm not impressed with Zach, whatever his name is, in, uh, <laughs> in New York, who took Aaron Rodgers' place. Zach Wilson. I'm going with the Patriots. Yeah. yeah, Josh? I like New England, too. I'm with you, Lomas. I think New England comes in there. Belichick's got their number. I, I see New England. Saints and the the Packers. I really like the way the Saints are playing. Uh, they got a stable quarterback. They have an outstanding secondary, a great pass rush, uh, weapons for Carr. I, I think the the Saints, who are getting a point and a half on the DraftKings big board, I think they're going to go into Lambeau and win that game straight up. Josh. Sorry, I'm not with you there. I see Green Bay at home. I like Jordan Love. I like the coach. Um, home environment, I think Green Bay wins this game. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of with Josh on this. I think both both teams got real good defenses, but I just think at home is something about Green Bay at the house with Jordan Love. I'm going to look at them to take this in a close one. Like I say, the spread is only maybe one or two points. I think it's going to be that type of game. Titans uh, shocked everybody by beating the Chargers last Sunday. Browns and Deshaun Watson looked like they were in control of that game against the Steelers, and then everything just fell apart. And let's give the Steelers' defense some credit for kind of creating uh, the havoc. Uh, Browns are only giving the Titans three and a half at home. I, I think they'll bounce back at home. I'll take the Browns over the Titans. Josh? I'm going to take the Browns as well. I think it's a close game. Uh, obviously, the running back going down with Cleveland hurts. Yeah. Uh, that hurts bad. Yeah, Nick Chubb, yeah, yeah, that's an ugly injury Chubb's too. Out. They signed Kareem Hunt, but we're not sure what we're going to get there. But I think they bounce back, but I think it's a close, close game. See, that's why I'm going to go with the Titans, Josh, because of that. Because of them losing Nick Chubb, and you don't know what you're going to get out of uh, Kareem Hunt. And I know a lot of things what Cleveland do is predicated on the run game. So I'm going to go with the Titans because they run it great with Derrick Henry. So I'm going to say the Titans will win a close game. Seahawks are given six and a half on the DraftKings big board to the Panthers on Sunday. I think this could be in an easy 14 to 17 point Seattle win on the West Coast, a team going coast to coast in Carolina. Bryce Young doesn't look physically ready to be an NFL quarterback or even emotionally uh, ready, just across the board, everything. Uh, still learning the system. I, I think the Seahawks blow out the Panthers. Lomas? Yeah, I think all the Panthers have to – I'm sorry, all the Seahawks have to do is contend with Brian Burns, their defensive end from uh, Carolina. Who's great. I mean, he's a good, good pass rusher, good play on defense. But other than that, I just don't see much more from Carolina. So, yeah, so I got – who we got? Uh, who I say going to win? Got Seahawks. Uh, there you go. My yeah, I know. Wait, wait, we're doing all the games. It gets – I, I, I forget, like, did I ask you? Did I have all the picks and everything? <laughs> <laughs> we're like multitasking, and we're still thinking about the Lions' loss, which totally distracts us. I know, us. I know. All right, uh, you got Seahawks. You already said that, right? Seahawks double digits. Yeah, another double digit win will be Bears at the Chiefs. Uh, they're total disarray. The defensive coordinator resigning, uh, Justin Fields calling out uh, the head coach uh, for a robotic quarterback, and their their season's over. Uh, Chiefs. 
looked great against Jacksonville. I think the Chiefs win this game big against the Bears. Same. No more analysis on that. It's a big win. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, that's no an easy analysis, one. Josh, right. <laughs> yeah, and here's another blowout game, too. Some of those late games on Sunday. Cowboys at the Cardinals. Hey, I think the Cowboy fans will take over uh, Glendale, Arizona. Cowboys, uh, the spread on the DraftKings sportsbook. Big board, Cardinals plus 12 and a half. I think the Cowboys will cover this easily. Lomas? Yeah, yeah. You know, I played with the Cardinals for three years, and when Dallas used to come in, you're right. They used to take over the stadium. So they're going to do it again on Sunday. So I see this as that big, big win for Dallas. I agree. Dallas double digits. Uh it's going to be a home game. <laughs> They're going to win big. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Raiders, surprisingly, are favored over the Steelers. Uh, again, I, Steelers woke up when they were just going through the motions. Kenny Pickett still not sold on him. NFL coaches can figure out uh, young QBs. I'll say the Steelers will show up with their defense and get a close win in Vegas. Josh? I like Vegas at home. I think they're going to get it done. I do think it's that spread is probably right. Uh, I could see Vegas by a field goal. Lomas, are you with yeah. Josh or me? You don't have to pick a side oh, here, okay? I'm, I'm going. I'm going with Vegas. I'm, I'm like, like you said, Kenny Pickett. He hadn't shown me too much since the pre the regular season started. And Najee Harris, oh my God, he looks slow now. I don't know what happened to him over the all season, but he just looks real slow. So I, I, I got to go with the Raiders. I don't think Pittsburgh. They got a great defense, but I just don't see too much on offense. Yeah, I tell you what happens during my offense season between all the pizza burritos and beer <laughs> i look slower people like last this last past break people are going, i was golfing with you when you were running after the cart when the brake failed on that big hill you look slower what's up huge i go hey it's pizza beers and burrito there you go uh eagles buccaneers you got the double header on monday i, I wish they'd do this double header like at seven and 10 and have a West Coast game, right? I know they're trying to sneak into prime time on both East Coast, West Coast, at least with a late game, but so be it. We get two games on Monday night. Eagles, Buccaneers, uh, I, I, Tampa at 2-0, and one of the surprising teams in the NFL right now. Eagles are 2-0, and but they haven't looked good. This, this is a tricky game that I'm going to go with the Eagles uh, on the road. Lomas? I'm going with the Bucks at home. Wow. I think, that, yeah, their head coach is a great defensive mind. Tampa Bay's head coach, great defensive mind. And I think Tampa could just do enough. It's going to keep it close. I think they could do enough to win it at home. So I'm going to go with Tampa, close game. I like Philadelphia to win, but I think Tampa covers. I think Tampa, that's a tricky line, five and a half. Uh, I'll take Tampa and the points, but Philly to win. Yeah, I kind of get this little tag team going on with Josh and Lomas <laughs> going against my picks when I when we don't agree, but I'm okay with it because we're picking games. By the way, former Lion Lomas Brown, Josh Garvey, managing shareholder, Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, officially at the end of the year, one of America's top accounting and business firms. Every Thursday through the big game, Lomas will be joining us on this Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew Thursday. Remember, you can try and beat my pro football picks at thehugeshow.net. Final game, the Rams are getting points in the last game of week three. I think the Rams are going to go into Cincinnati and get the W. There's something up with Joe Burrow, whether he's not fully healthy 
Uh, these guys get paid. Do they get lazy? I just I like the Rams in this one. Josh, you know I like Cincinnati at home. That's a tough. This is a tough one for me. You wouldn't bet on this one, but um, I do like Cincinnati to bounce back. I think Burrow gets a little rhythm. Uh, I'm not sure if he's still hurt or what's going on, but I like Cincinnati at home to get the win. Lomas, wow, that's a close one. That's I, a you tough know what? One. I, I think I'm going to have to go with the Rams because I just don't know how healthy Joe Burrow is. That's that's the key, is his health. And if he's going to be able to move around in that pocket, get away from the rush, if that, that calf is still going to bother him. So right now, I'm going to just go with the Rams to, to, to go in there and win the game. Lomas, thank you so much, man. Fellas, we just like cranked out 30 minutes uh, together. That was amazing. Wonderful conversation on the Lions. We'll talk next week and look back, hopefully, at a Lions W uh, in that Falcons game on Sunday in Detroit. You can hear Lomas on the Lions radio network and every Thursday during the 5 o'clock hour on the Huge Show across Michigan, presented by Dorn Mayhew, Josh Garvey, managing shareholder for their Grand Rapids office, Josh, good stuff. We'll talk tomorrow, and you'll take my college picks. That sounds great. Thank you. See you, Lomas. Take care. Thank you, Lomas Brown, former Lion, here on the HUGE Radio Network. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is HUGE. In the Den with Dan Dickerson. Step up to the plate at Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile sportsbook app that you can bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today at Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 years or older and in Michigan to play. The Tigers play their last road series of the year in Oakland this weekend at the Oakland Coliseum, a franchise in a ballpark that had become a running joke in the game. The blame for that falls on the owner, John Fisher. Since buying the franchise 18 years ago, he's done everything he can possibly do to alienate a loyal fan base and run this franchise into the ground. Always operating on a low payroll, trading away good young players, completely neglecting season ticket holders and the upkeep of the ballpark. No wonder fans aren't coming out. Would you? We've seen how loyal these fans are if you give them a product to support. The loudest and most raucous crowds I've ever seen in the postseason were in Oakland in those two incredible five-game series wins in 2012 and 2013. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you. 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, TV 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. I'm Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball. I'm Herman Moore, and football is my game. So we know a few things about sports. And the passion of Detroit fans. That's why we're big fans of Eagle Casino and Sports. It's the mobile sports book that lets you bet on action all year long. Right from your mobile device. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Download the app and start winning today.
Must be 21 or older and in Michigan to play. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. It's time for another Moving Ferris Forward interview each and every week on the Hume Show across Michigan. We talk to Dr. Pink and other leaders in Big Rapids, Michigan, who are helping move Ferris forward, not only in Big Rapids, but across the state. And Dr. Pink is back. What a weekend it was. Ferris State University, they lost 17-10 in Montana to the Montana Grizzlies, one of the top FCS Football teams in America, ESPN Plus, national TV coverage. I know I watched it start to finish. I was very impressed with the effort of the Bulldogs, Dr. Pink. I will tell you, I was I was uh, proud to see how our Bulldogs competed. And that's the thing, Bill, when you see us compete and uh, the level that we competed, uh, we were in the thing all the way up to the end. I think it made several statements to uh, the folks in Montana and to a national TV audience, which is uh, Coach Anise, uh has a program that um, is uh, worthy of being uh, the Division II back-to-back national champion, but also uh, worthy to uh, to show that we can compete at that next level as we did against one of the top teams in the FCS. It was awesome. And also the voters uh, in the D2 poll after that game still kept Ferris at number one uh, in D2 football. I think after uh, watching their performance, they were in it until the end on the road in front of 30,000 fans uh, at Montana. Uh, The Grizz had set a university record for attendance, so uh, Ferris stepped into a hostile environment and really represented the school and the program very well. Meanwhile, while they were getting it done in Montana, uh, the Ferris State golf team uh, had a huge weekend <laughs> they had a great one i i had a, a, a meeting a breakfast uh yesterday morning that included several of our uh coaches and some of our folks from our student uh student services and student affairs uh got together to have breakfast and kind of talk about how we support our student athletes and uh our coach uh, uh, sam was there from the golf team and uh it's always cool to see how uh he uh, rallies his teams to do so well, and uh, it shows that uh, that they're competitive again this year. That's that's fun. To, that's fun to watch. Yeah, whether it's on the football field of Montana at uh, the Khaki uh, Golf Course on the campus of Big Rapids, or when it comes to an educational experience at Ferris, uh, it was a big weekend into a big week. And Dr. Bill Pink is joining us on the Huge Show across Michigan. Another moving Ferris forward interview. Let's talk about some big news uh, that went down here in the last few days. The Michigan Assured Admission Pact that Ferris is a part of. You know, and the thing I love about this is that um, of the 15 public uh, universities, there's 10 that are part of the pact, and Fair State is not only part of the 10, but we're the only uh, public university in West Michigan on the west side of the state that is um, part of that group. And what this means is that this pact of schools, we've gotten together basically, and we've said that students, high school students graduating here in the state, if they're graduating with a 3.0 grade point average, they can get 
uh, automatic admission to our university. And what this does, it just takes some of that uncertainty off the off the table of uh, will I be accepted, will I not. This for those students gives them that uh, green light to say, uh, not only uh, do I want to get uh, that bulldog education, but I know I'm going to be accepted because of my performance and uh, academic performance in high school. So uh, awesome opportunity for our West Michigan and our uh, state statewide. But you talk about some of these uh, students in West Michigan specifically, they can stay close to home now that they know that this university is indeed um, willing to come alongside them at this level. Dr. Bill Pink is the president of Ferris State University, joining us on another Moving Ferris Forward interview on the HUGE show in this Michigan Assured Admission Pact and Ferris being the only West Michigan school to be a part of it. That means a high school kid anywhere in the state and especially on the west side of the state with a three-point grade average, the parents, uh, the student, they know they can get a quality education, still be close to home and friends, and it's a perfect balance. Well, and, and I'll tell you, brother, on this, uh, when you think about the kind of programs we offer at Ferris State, you think about everything from if a student wants to be more in construction management. I just spent uh, time, I'm in, in uh, Detroit today, just spent time with one of our graduates from uh, a construction management program from back in the early 90s who is still working in the industry. You talk about programs like social work uh, that people, a lot of people say, wait a minute, you have a social work program? We have all the way to a master's degree in social work. I just spent time with one of those graduates. We have a wide variety of offerings that will not only send folks to work, but will send them to a career path of a great paying job that's going to enable them to feed their family for decades to come. If you want to find out about uh, the 3.0 GPA and the admission pact and Ferris's involvement in it, go to ferris.edu. That is ferris.edu. Dr. Pink, enjoy your weekend. Great things are happening uh, on the athletic field, on the golf course in Montana, and also now uh, with Ferris being a part of that admissions pact here in Michigan and the only West Michigan school. I uh, love it. We'll talk to you next week, okay? Exciting times in Bulldog Nation, brother. Thank you so much. Yeah, back at you, Bill Pink. Dr. Bill Pink, just a good dude. He really is. He he did great things at Grand Rapids Community College and now between Ferris State University and Kendall School of Art and Design, which is part of Art Prize, which is going on now through early October in downtown Grand Rapids. He truly is moving Ferris forward. If you're a parent or a student listening, you want to find out about that State of Michigan Admissions Pact and a 3.0 GPA getting you automatic admission to Ferris and into the program of your choice, go to ferris.edu. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. If you wait long enough, the pendulum swings in the other direction. All across Michigan, police academies are filling up. In fact, new sections are being added to accommodate the brave men and women making the decision to protect and serve. The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police commends and welcomes these selfless, community-minded officers joining our ranks. We know we have more work to do, and with your help, 
the pendulum will swing in favor for all of Michigan. Join Van Andel Institute Purple Community for the Be Brave 5K Walk and Run in Caledonia on October 7th at 8 a.m. You can participate in a day of fun and exercise all while supporting breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute. Register at VAI.org. Friday, October 27th, TVs and Practical Jokers are up to their usual trips. If you're not here, you are missing out. It's the Tenderloins at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Sal, James, and Brian for two shows and twice the laughs. 7 and 10 p.m. Tickets start at $59. On sale now at the box office and etix.com. Don't miss the Drive, 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 Drive Tour with the Tenderloins, October 27th. Party hard, laugh louder. Details at SoaringEagleCasino.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on The Huge Show across Michigan, wrapping up our Thursday broadcast. Thanks to Josh Garvey, managing shareholder at Bean Carter, Dorn Mayhew, their GR office, Lomas Brown, Superfly Hayes with a stellar job. Uh, producing this broadcast. Remember to get your pro football picks in at thehugeshow.net. You can win that $1,500 in cash from Josh and his team at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew. And also, all the podcasts are out there. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge. 